and Chapman deals. Half swing, struck him out swinging. Ball game over. And the wild card series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. It wasn't easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy. But the Yankees prevail. They win the game 10 to 9. They win the wild card series. Then they move on to San Diego for the division series against Tampa Bay. It wasn't easy to quote the great John Sterling, <laughs> but the New York Yankees, despite the weather, despite the manager, despite this bullpen, are heading to San Diego to play the team that had the best record in the American League this year, the Tampa Bay Rays. Welcome to Sunday Poor. We have a lot to get into, so I'm going to bring my cousin right in, my co-host, how you feeling on this first day of October, heading into the real playoffs, and what are you drinking? I assume it's something pumpkin-flavored. <laughs> How'd you guess? Always there, pumpkin spice to start off the holiday season. Um, so pumpkin my, pie my martini. Favorite. Yeah, you re- he's, Jesus, fucking, I got to close my shades. You're spying on me over here. Uh, no, I, I am on a kick. I got a little Jim Beam in front of me. I knew I was at the end of the bottle, and I was preached, you know, be prepared. Bottle was over. I, I poured myself something. Not quite enough. Luckily, somewhere in a shelf, somewhere behind this or that, whatever, I had another pint of Jim Beam, so it topped it off mm-hmm. right there. So I'm good to go, and I have even more than I thought I had. Uh, I'm, feel- I'm feeling great, man. I feel fucking great. I was down and out uh, on Monday. We're talking about this series, and I just I didn't feel great. And I still don't feel great about the, the Rays series, but now I'm fucking pumped up because it's the Rays. I hate the Rays. I want to take it to Kevin Cash. I want to take it to those fucking half-ass ball players down there. You know, all those, uh, you know, these this punchy Devil Rays team. Oh, they're scrappy and the payroll and all that kind of shit. I just want to fucking stomp them. I want to send them home crying. I want to send them back to Tropicana Field where there's no fans during pandemic or not during a pandemic. I want to send them back there with fucking tears in their eyes and uh, a lesson in uh, in playoff baseball. So I'm pumped. Yeah, well Thanks. said. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so you're, so you're excited. <laughs> yes, yes, I am a little. I'm, I'm pumped up, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm in, I'm in playoff baseball mode, and uh, I, I was a naysayer on Monday, but I'm back. I feel like, I feel like revived, like I was the fans in, in, uh, in, in uh, major league that just comes back, you know, just starts ripping his all that. Yeah, right. It's ready to go. Singing wild yeah. thing. And, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I guess, I mean, we should mention game one really quick because we haven't been on yeah. since then. Game one, not much to say, just matter of fact, when, you know, we hit their ace, our ace was good, and that's how you wish every postseason game could be, 12-3. Yeah, that was really easy, nothing doing, just kind of, yeah, coasted. Cole, Cole was great, Bieber was not, but the Yanks have a way of just beating up on Cleveland Indian aces, I guess. Uh, yeah, I was surprised. I did not like our chances – uh, in game one, just because I felt like Bieber was just having one of those years, you know, and he he was having one of those years, kind of like in hockey with a hot goalie. Mm-hmm. You just run, you run into a hot, especially in a best of three, you run into a hot ace. It could be over really quick, and uh, 
I don't know. I was I was nervous, but obviously we got to him, and uh, that was that. I was I wasn't nervous at all, man. Because I not the, I I guess I I just kind of resigned to the fact that it wasn't our year. Uh, so I just was kind of going in there saying everything is kind of, everything else is kind of a bonus, and then you know Cole kind of showed you like remind you this is why I'm here, and uh, the Yanks just kind of mashed mashed their way to a victory, which they're going to have to do. They're going to have to hit the shit out of the ball to to. To make up for, as you said, they won this despite uh, the bullpen, despite the manager. Uh, they have to hit the share of the ball uh, if they have any chance to to win this uh, this October, despite the bullpen and despite the manager. Yeah, and then uh, I mean, last night, just what was the quote that the blonde on CNN had after the debate? It was just a shit show. <laughs> I don't know. That 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 was last night's game. <laughs> it was, it was a mess. It was a mess from 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 first pitch. Yeah, we'll start with that. Number one, the weather. MLB's decision to start this game at ten of eight. I mean, what are you doing? Uh, I don't know, man. It it, it kind of reminded me, like it reminded me of like Tanaka went out there, and then they they after they started, and it was like they're just kind of fucking with our pitcher. And I was like, this reminds me of like the Nat game with Jabba in Cleveland. And I saw somebody else mention that there was a rain delay in the 2017 uh, ALC, ALDS or ALCS against Tigers. Uh, and it was – I forget who was pitching, but like no, Ivan Nova had to come in. Um, oh, 20, yeah, that was 2011. What is it, 2017? 2011, wow. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was not two years ago. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, the Detroit series. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I, and I looked back at it, and sure enough, it was the same, same kind of thing. There was a, a rain delay, fuck the starting pitching. And I think that's why both starting pitchers last night had a, had a short hook. Um, yeah, had a big, big factor. Uh, yeah, and, you know, it's, it's no, there's no shortage of short hooks in this playoffs this year. But uh, yeah, even more so last night with that delay. Um. And I'll take you through because I, I the night before I remember uh, seeing something on Twitter mm-hmm. or something on the internet somewhere saying that the weather was suspect the the next night for Game mm-hmm. Two, so I was like okay. And then you know I didn't really think about it throughout the day. And then I think twenty minutes before uh, first pitch, I saw something online saying the game wasn't going to start on time. I'm like okay, so I, I looked around, I pulled up my weather app, and I turned to it. It said it was clear skies in Cleveland, so I was like, okay. But then I saw it was supposed to start raining around 8. So I'm like, oh, fuck. This is going to be like a 9, 10 o'clock first pitch. <laughs> I'm going to be up all night. And then I saw something, something on Twitter because I went searching around for people that were actually in Cleveland, and they were saying the same thing. They're like, oh, it looks fine here. But I guess the rain, the rain is supposed to be coming. So I'm like, all right, it's going to be a late first pitch. Then fast forward a few minutes later, it says first pitch 7.50. So I'm just thinking, all right, maybe they saw something on the Doppler. Obviously, these people know better than I do looking at my little rinky-dink app. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I guess, you know, maybe the Doppler's saying it's supposed to be – or maybe it's just going to be a passing shower that they can just get through. Then I turn on the game, first pitch, it's fucking Irene out there. <laughs> what the fuck? And I know – and, I, you know, I'm going to make excuses for Tanaka, and he's going to get the benefit of the doubt from Yankee fans because he's been so money in season play. If this was Jay Happ out there, nobody would have wanted to hear about the weather. But you can't tell me the weather didn't affect. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and on top, I mean, I give him benefit. I give him benefit of doubt because 
you know, when he came back out, he was fine. Like, I don't, I didn't have any problem with his performance after that first inning. He was fine. Yeah, he settled down. He grinded away a few couple more innings. Yeah, I think. Well, I'm, I'm, I know we disagree on that, but I think they gave him the hook a little too early. I mean, you gotta. That's just my. Gut. I feel like with the delay, and the also the late, uh, what do you call it? The lengthy uh, inning he had, half inning he had. Yeah. Through, I just feel like he was spent, and you know he uh, he walked that number two hitter. It's slipping my yes. mind who they're two hitter, in between Lindor, Cesar, and, uh, Hernandez. Yeah, he walked him on like four pitches, and I was just like, "All right." And I know the options aren't great coming out of the pen, but I just feel like Tanaka all night, starting with the rain, it felt like he was on borrowed time all night, and just that we were lucky to get four. In my, uh, my feeling was you, because like you said, he settled down, and I didn't even even benefit that of like a like a mound visit. You know, usually the guy goes out there, you talk to him, see what's going on, see how he feels, but they just it was. That's it. He's done. And I'd rather just give him another, you know, I, I know the heart of the order is coming up and stuff, but I'd rather give him another, another chance, maybe roll a double play or something. Um, I mean, then, I mean, the second pitch, Chad Green, you know, gave those two, yeah, gave, gave, gave those two runs right back. But No, I understand. With the state of the bullpen right now, there's not many guys you trust out there, so you want to try and extend your starters. And I was saying on Monday how, you got to let Cole and Tanaka pitch. Yeah. Cole, I think they're going to let pitch. You saw him. Yeah. And game one, going back to game one just for a second, if we hadn't busted open, I was all for leaving Cole in for the eighth and possibly the ninth. Yeah. But I, obviously we busted it open, so it's a moot point. Yeah, but let's let's yeah, say it's two innings, yeah. Right. Per, what's why you have Sess on the roster, man? Up 10 or down yep. 10. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah, so I, I was all for extending Tanaka – you know, uh, pushing him. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like last night I, I couldn't kill Boone for taking him out because it just felt it, it, it felt like he had given everything. You're, you're really pushing your luck when you have a guy sit for 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, people forget David Cohn, that perfect gaming pitch, he had to sit through a 45, 50-minute delay. It was like a passing little sun shower. So it, it's not – it is possible to come back and do – I just feel like the way they pamper these guys nowadays, they're just not – they're not conditioned for That's it. fair. But if there's one guy who I think you could trust, it's Tanaka. And Tanaka took a Stanton, you know, line drive off the forehead and was back out there the next day, basically. So, that's like I trust that guy. To, <laughs> he did do yeah. that, yeah. I trust – On the 4th of July of all days. Yeah. yeah that, was, <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Tanaka obviously will give him a little bit of a pass. He gets obviously a chance at redemption next week. Yes, sir. Uh, number two, my guy, Gio, your show. <sighs> I mean, every which way, that was his game, man. That was his it game, was his man. Game. I was, uh, I mean, you, you've been, you've had his back from, from spring training through summer, summer camp. Uh, I, I always just kind of thought, that Andy Hart would have a chance at that role again because he was so good two years ago. Uh, he, when it was when he got his chance, he faltered. Urshela obviously superior with the glove, uh, and he showed you last night why uh, why you kept around for the glove, and he showed you why you stuck with him at bat too because uh, they brought in that fucking that that kid and they they couldn't stop talking. Oh, he's really embraced the wild thing. Uh, he even wears number 99, you know, he loves Ricky Vaughn, loves, and then mm. he fucking gave up the dinger. Uh, 
So fuck you, you fucking nerd. You're in the major league. Stop, you know, worshiping Charlie Sheen. All right, you're a fucking big league. <laughs> fucking dork. Uh, so yeah, you're gonna go get HIV. Yeah. Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ricky Vaughn. Ricky Vaughn didn't have <laughs> HIV. Sorry. Well, we, we didn't, I didn't see Major League Three, so it's yeah. Possible. <laughs> Back to the minors. It's possible. Geo, your Geo, your Charlotte did his best Jack Parkman impression. Absolutely. Yeah, he was. He was a Jack Parkman. I mean that. That play, that the, the grand slam was awesome. It fired me up, but you know, obviously they got they got those runs back. They had a long way to go at that point. Uh, but that play, you know, laying out and then making the double or starting the double play from the seat of his pants, huge. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, I don't know how many third basemen in the league make that play in that in that situation. Not many. It's tough. Not many. You know, there's a. I mean, there's a couple really good third basemen that are probably yeah. probably better than your shell all around. Like, well, like uh, Arenado and Machado. Like, Arenado, yeah, but yeah, we're talking Chapman in uh, Oakland, who's hurt right yeah, now. is really good defensively. We're like these guys are all stars, though. You know, I'm, I just that's 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 right, right. Your shell feels like he's at least a notch below those guys. Who knows where his career goes? But yeah, I'm just saying. I think let, let, I'm, defensively, he's he's up there with all of them. My book. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Defensively, yeah. yeah, yeah. He is. He's just. Yeah. He's as good as anybody. Uh, so yeah, the salami in the fourth, the double play to get out of the eighth, which you know could have broken the game open because that was a rope from Santana. Yep. You know that could have that would have been eleven nine. Who knows? Chapman may end up getting pulled and then going to like Nick Nelson or somebody to do mop up duty. So that was huge. And still, somehow, I think the biggest moment or the biggest hit, at least, of the game from Geo. Is on the O two pitch in the ninth offhand. Yeah, just flicking the bat out there to extend the rally, keep the Mario go around yep, going. Yep. Uh, huge, just huge. And you know, I said another a reason I like Geo, and this may be irrational because it points to just one moment in his career, one at bat. But last year, Lemayhew, when he hit the two run homer against Houston, Geo's the guy who started that rally with a single. <laughs> so I just I, I've liked what I've seen from him in these big spots. You know, the guy doesn't melt. He seems like he rises to the occasion. And those are just things that you can't teach. You know, it's not – there's no saber metric. Right. Does, you know what I mean? Those are things you got to use your eyeballs and your brains for. You have to watch baseball. And a big spot does, doesn't okay. try to do too much. Keep, you know, keeps it, keeps it calm. He's not trying to, you know, hit a big bomb because he, he, he thinks he has to. He doesn't have to be the hero. Right. Like you said, just get a, just get, just get a piece of wood on the ball and keep, keep the chains moving. Yeah, you, you see so many guys come to New York. I mean, Sonny Gray, I can give you a laundry list of guys who just melt in New mm-hmm. York. That's why when you have these guys, when you have Gio uh, Yershella, when you have a uh, great move bringing over DJ LeMayu, yep. it's like these are the guys. This was a reason I didn't want to get rid of D. Yeah. I was like, when you have these guys who aren't afraid of these moments and they perform on the biggest stage for the biggest franchise in New York, bright lights, October, like you have to hang on to Yep, them. yep. You know what I mean? You can't be looking for the you know the next big thing, the girl with the curl. You know what I mean? Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. It's like you have these guys who you already know what you have. Yeah. You already know they can perform on that stage. Yeah. So yeah, that's just something that like irks me about the way people look at baseball in 2020. You got to kind of you can't just look at these numbers and say this guy's on base percentage is great, so he's going to be great in New York. It's yeah. I mean that's uh, that's a whole other discussion. We could talk about the state of baseball and. And scouting and how you put together a team. Well, at least once a shot, we're bringing that's, that up. That's so, just just in passing. Just in oh, passing. that's fair. No, that's fair because uh, <laughs> I mean, well, there's one guy who's kind of faltered in the spotlight. And it's Stanton. Um, 
What? But he had a, he had a great, he had a great game, game yesterday. Yeah. yeah, and and of course I was ripping him the day after uh, game one, which was yesterday also. But I was ripping him earlier in the day because, of course, he got like the, oh. ta- the, the tag on home run at the end. My, that is a classic Stanton home run. The, you know, yeah. I mean, if I was if, the extra point, if I was Matt Vasker, if I was Matt Vaskersian, I would have thrown a shot at Arod. Been like that was a classic Arod. <laughs> 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 that's what I thought of because A-Rod was calling the game. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, that's your typical A-Rod uh, home run. Right I mean, I, I've actually gotten to arguments with friends of mine about A-Rod because they, they like listening to him because, like, oh, he's, oh, they, he's genuine. Are they Yankee fans? Uh, one is a diehard Yankee fan. One is a Met fan. Actually, friend of the program, uh, former guest, recurring guest, I guess, uh, soon to be recurring okay. guest, uh, Tony D, he uh, he he said he liked listening to Aaron. He's like, oh, he's really, he loves the sport, this and that. And I'm like, yeah. what? He is. Oh, he does. He he does love the guys. Sport. A baseball I mean, guys. That. A baseball junkie, but he's just a total phony. And uh, yeah, yeah. They, but hey, that's. Uh, I think yeah, it's different for I think Yankee fans that had to put up with him and really saw like the they, we we saw Aaron at his absolute worst. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about on the field, like. I'm just talking about at his most insufferable, douchiest. Yeah. And it's just hard to, you know, it's like a crazy ex-girlfriend who says they change. It's like, all right. Enough. If you told me 50. I'll, I'll, I'll watch you from afar, but don't get too close. Yeah, that's right? fair. Yeah, yeah, that's I, fair, yeah. Uh, if you told me 15 years ago that there'd be a former Yankee MVP doing TV and a former Cowboys quarterback doing TV, and I'd rather listen to the Cowboys quarterback all games, I tell you, you're fucking nuts. <laughs> But here we are. <laughs> yeah, and he, he he is trying to be like Romo. He's calling yeah, pitches calling now. pitches. Yeah, no, come on, man. That's not. I'm not impressed by that. He's just yeah. He's just kind of a corner. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a guy who should be like one of the best baseball players yeah. ever. He should like be one of the coolest guys ever. <laughs> no. Just carry, and he just doesn't. I don't know. He just doesn't come off that way at all. He just comes off as a corn. Well, man. yeah, he is. He is a baseball nerd, um, which I don't necessarily mind that. But I just be. Yeah, no, that's cool. Everything yeah. about him is just so manufactured. It just I can't. I just don't buy it. Uh, yeah, uh, that's the only genuine thing about him. Seems like is that he's yeah. baseball. But that came out even when he was playing. He remember the story that he couldn't believe Jeter didn't have the baseball package at his house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess A Rod goes home and watch. Well, that may have been part of his problem is that he watched too much coverage or whatever because you know I, there was times where if you were a rod the last thing you should have been doing was listening to the radio or turning on the it's a good point yeah yeah <laughs> you know jeter doesn't see me jeter loves the game but jeter didn't strike me as a guy who gave a fuck what anyone thought it was just yeah go out there and play and then yeah don't worry don't, don't yeah. worry don't worry about the rest of the world baseball wise when when you go home yeah and i mean i feel like i would have tried to do that if i was ever you know, the shortstop for the New York Yankees, I feel like the last thing I would want to do is, you know, turn on the fan <laughs> and the hair, you know, Dennis and Yonkers uh, yeah. ripping me. Or yeah, something. I feel like if you're doing that for a living, when you're not there, like, I feel like if I was surrounded by it all the time, it would feel like a job. But, like, going to the field every day and playing shouldn't feel like that. But if you're there and you're listening to the radio, you're watching other teams, unless it's, like, for scouting, you're watching other pitchers, something like that. Like, it would feel like just too much baseball. Like, I do this for a living. Why may I go home and watch, you know, Brewers Astros or something? This just seems, it seems weird to, weird to do if you're actually playing it. You know what I mean? 
know. Yeah, it seems it seems a little overkill. I would say. I feel like I listen to less, or fewer podcasts than I, now that I'm doing this. I'm not even professional. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. I I feel like I took a during the pandemic, the height of the pandemic, like when there was no sports, I took time off. Yeah. But that may have just been because there was no sports. All right. Yeah. And I, and I realized a lot of the the podcasts I listened to involve sports in like some yeah. way. Yeah. Even even I didn't listen to WFAN really during the pandemic too much, just because like I couldn't. I mean, I don't know. I give those guys credit because it is, you know, impossible doing a show every day. We had a hard enough time doing one or two shows a week. I mean, if you wanted to listen to Chris Moore talk about a a virus you know nothing about, you know, that's you know there was I don't know if there's a market for that, but it was there. He was there doing it. It was tough to listen to. There were they there were times when they were playing old games on the fan, which is weird. Uh, uh-huh. but yeah, I mean that was that was a tough time for six sixty and and one oh one nine. Yeah. Um all right. So another guy we gotta mention. Gary L. Gary. Yeah, this guy. I mean, another guy who just shockingly good game uh, last night. Yeah, you know what? He said it afterwards. It's uh it's a new season. Everything goes behind you. You know, we I don't I don't get I don't give too much of a shit if the wind was going out, if they got caught in the jet stream. I don't care. That everybody's playing under the same fucking conditions. Gary hit it in the right spot and it went out. I was big time. And then uh later on, all he had to do was hit a fly ball and he did. And that was it, man. And that's all hey uh, for a guy who who went from being a five six hitter on this team to bat ninth, and uh, not even catching game one, uh, that's unbelievable. I, that takes a lot of balls to do, because uh, a lot of guys were just kind of stuck their tail between their legs, going out there and and looked even worse at the plate. And he did uh, he did everything he could have hoped for from him out of the nine hole last night. Yeah, obviously you said an assist by the wind, but who gives a shit? We'll take it. Fucking it. That's the that's um, the game, man. If you want, you know, if they don't play in a fucking dome. So yeah. now we're going to play in San Diego, which is a notorious pitcher's ballpark. So fuck it, let's take it while we can get it. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you mentioned the at bat in the ninth. Just uh, I had very low expectations after Gardner struck out. I just kept I just kept saying out loud, no double play. Just get DJ to the plate, however you can. You know what yep. I mean? I, I just the double play is, was my worst nightmare there because you just uh, you don't you take the bat out of Lemayhew's hands and maybe even judges. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, he took a I think it was a breaking ball slider maybe, got it elevated and uh, tied the game up and obviously passed the baton on to uh, DJ. Yeah, great piece of hitting. Great piece of hitting in that spot. It's we haven't seen the Yankees situationally hit. Uh, you know, too well over the last few years in big spots, big playoff games. You know, Houston comes to mind, the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. And uh, this series, specifically last night, was actually a breath of fresh air because, uh, you know, Sanchez doing what he had to do with that sack fly was uh, – I mean, it was just huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't really add anything to that. It was. That's all. Well, yeah. I will, I'll, I'll say this about Sanchez. Mm-hmm. One more thing. I try. I don't want to be negative. <laughs> coming off a big win and a big mm-hmm. game, the pass ball in the ninth mm-hmm. inning, two outs, nobody on, and strike three to 
Uh, I forget who it was. Is there, is there a Mercado in their lineup? Yeah. The Indians had some guys, man. <laughs> yeah, Mercado, yeah. Uh, who struck out uh, on a – I think Chapman throws a splitter now. And, and Gary just didn't turn his glove around, didn't get in front of it. He ended up reaching, the fir- reaching first base. All I kept thinking about as Austin Hedges came up to the plate is if he ever parks one here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the topic of conversation on the fan today yeah. – the home run, the sack fly, everything, all that's going to go out the window. And, and we're just going to be talking about Gary's yeah. defense for eight hours on the field. Yeah. Do you, you got to, at this point, after seeing that, you kind of dodge a bullet. You got to assume you're going to plug in, go, oh, Jesus, you're going to plug in the, the other catcher, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, you're going to plug in Kyle. Uh, the next time around, did you have a lead late in the game? You just have to assume. I know, like, it's not really done. Chapman's tough to catch. Anyways, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I really, I really, I know they're carrying three catches for a reason. Yeah, right. So I think think that's got to be an eye opener for for Boone. I'd hope it is. Yeah, I mean, I I would think also a reason you carry three catches is for games that Higashioka does catch, which we know he's going to catch Cole. You could use Sanchez off the bench to pinch hit. Right. In a scenario, whether it be for Higashioka or maybe somebody who's struggling, I don't know, maybe a gardener who's struggling yeah. and there's a tough lefty coming yep. in. So I think that's why you carry three catchers, too. Also, Aircraft was talking shit during a couple of mound visits the Indians had. So that's another reason to carry Aircraft's <laughs> needle, needle the other side a little bit. Yeah, you got him for his mouth. Yeah. Uh, and the Yankees had opportunities, man. It, you know, they scored 10 runs, and, you know, it feels like. Uh, you know, we're, com- we're complaining over here after scoring, you know, 12 runs one night, 10 runs the other night. But, you know, they had a chance to add on in the fourth after the Urshela thinger when Glaber and Gardner walked. And then Gary, DJ, and Judge uh, all made it out. And then another one uh, in the fifth when Stanton sack fly made it 6-4. Voight was at third, and Urshela hit a comebacker. Mm-hmm. And Voight got in the rundown. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if Voight's hurt. He's always limping and shit. That uh, might, he got pinch ramps for might be a strut. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but he got into a rundown. And then uh, in the seventh inning, Gardner struck out with two guys on. So they, they really did have opportunities to score even more runs. But, I mean, you know, I don't want to be overzealous and take, well, take what we can get. Yeah, I mean – But it's just one, it was one of those things where if we had lost 9-8 or whatever it was, it, those would have been opportunities that I mean, we would have killing, had, you know, really. would have been killing Hicks. Killing, yeah, Hicks wasn't killing, great. Hey, Gardner left a, left a half dozen people on base. Yeah, it would have been – yeah. It would have been uh, Gardner had a Gardner had a big game one, and then wasn't great last night. Yeah, Gardner and Torres. Big walk though. He had a couple. He had the walk before the Sanchez dinger. Yeah, that was a that was a great at bat. Yeah, that was a yeah. Gard, that's one thing about Gardner. You know, you're talking Gardner over Frazier. Yeah. I think Frazier's gonna play when the lefty, like if Snell pitches game one. Mm. I think Frazier will probably be in there. Uh, but I just think. You know, it wasn't fair to Frazier. He came in and pinch hit last night. And he went down three pitches. That I mean, that's a tough well, spot yeah. for a young guy. Pinch hitter. I mean, you're kind of you're graded on the curve. First, I mean, it's his first postseason at bat. Yeah. And he's going up there with some guy throwing a hundred. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you get what, pinch hit at bat. It's you graded on the curve. It's not like you're not not going to bury. And he was pinch hitting for Tyler Wade, so it's like you're not going <laughs> to kill. You're not. I mean, you're not going to be like, oh, how could you put this guy up? Yeah. It's, it's the move, the right move. Um, yeah, so I think Frazier will be in there. But Gardner just showed you why you want him in the lineup. He's just a professional at-bat. Even the at-bat in the ninth where he struck out, he fouled off a couple pitches. 
It might remind me of that Cody Allen at bat a few years ago in Cleveland when he fouled off a million pitches before he got a hit. Like, that's what Gardner does, man. He's just a professional. He grinds. He's a guy who – it's another one. He's not going to melt on the biggest stage. Mm. You know what I mean? He's not the best player. He's going to look terrible at times. He's going to strike out. You know what I mean? He's a – I don't know what he hit this year, 240. He's yep. not a great player by any means. Well, but he's a guy, like, he, when he came up there in the ninth, even though he was facing a lefty, you were confident. Like, you could do a lot worse than Brett Gardner in that spot. There was, uh, and I think, kind of almost in my words in game one, Hicks had like a big walk early, early in the game, like not a good at bat, and he walked. Um, yeah, it rings a bell. It was like, game one, I mean, game two, most of game two seems like a distant memory. This I know. Game I know. one feels like it was like a week ago. Yeah, and uh, I think, was that before like a Voight double? I forget exactly what happened in game one, but it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Voight put one in the gap. Yeah. And Hicks scored from first. Yeah, and yeah. it was a real good at bat for a walk, and I was like, okay, well, that's kind of why he's around for that, because he, he can. He can Gets on base. Right, yeah. And I, and, I, and I will always be against Hicks batting third until he goes like four for four with two dingers in a, in a playoff game. Um, mm. So we'll wait and see. I'll wait till that happens. But uh, uh, yeah, we kind of saw in, in game one, you know, why he's there. And then same thing with Gardner. I, yeah. I will say this if I could go back to game one for one real quick second. I forgot. Mm-hmm. They, they kept saying this fucking term. And I hate. In baseball, when they just invent new terms just to throw them at, like a just throw them at an audience, I don't know who they're fucking trying to impress, but they kept talking about Shane Bieber's non-competitive breaking balls and all the ones that are nowhere near. And like, oh, for the third straight year, Shane Bieber's in the top three and and swings and misses on non-competitive breaking balls. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Non-competitive? Does that mean like they're so far out of the strike zone they're unhittable? But people still swing at them, yeah. Okay. So I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing, man? He's got a nasty curveball. I would just say that. Say it's a fucking nasty curveball. Why are you inventing these cute little terms to, to fuck with me with? Fucking found baseball for 30 years and never heard this goddamn term. Oh, the fuck? Yeah, I don't know who these people are that are just inventing uh, stats. Ma- like, they have nothing better to do than invent stats. Yeah, like, I don't. Like, I think we have enough now. I think, I I think base, we're good. Baseball is overrun with stats. All right, I said I get that. I should have mentioned that. Yeah. Oh, one, well, all right. So one more thing in this, you know, I know we won. I know we won two games, but we wouldn't be doing our jobs if we didn't talk about the manager for a second. Yes. Yes. Let's a little dose right. of reality here. This, well, this is what I'll say. I'm not going to completely crush him. I already said that I, I didn't hate. You didn't like him taking Tanaka out. I didn't mind it. Um, Wait, so that's, that's, some, just, that's something you, know, you can't know if it would work out or not. I mean, Green gives it up. Tanaka could have very well done the same, if not worse. You know, right. it's, there's no way to no way to say. All right. Number two, where do you stand with him on pinch running for Voight in the seventh with Wade? Uh, in the seventh, uh, Voight was – We're up 8-6 at the time. Um, I mean, I don't mind that. You get you want to get you want to get another run in there. You put it. You, you have Ford there for a reason. I I don't mind that. I mean Ford yeah. Ford is Ford is just as good, if not a touch better at first base anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I and and Ford is good at running into a pitch here and there. So if you need him later, uh, he's you know he, he's not a bad bat to have. So I don't mind. I don't, right. I don't and mind and really, what you did was you moved Tyler, you moved Wade the second, and Lemayhew to first. So they, yeah. they were able to save. Ford oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't even Ford even coming to that. Point. Now yeah. once Frazier pinch hit, 
he got to come out of the game. That's when Ford went at the first. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, and I don't and I don't mind Wade in there for defense anyway. At that point, I like when I like when they bring Wade in the second and move DJ to first anyway. Yeah, that's that's uh, as that's a, a decent defensive uh, improvement right there. Yeah. All right. So where I will take Boone to task is one big one. Bottom of the seventh. Obviously, Britain, he brings Britain in the sixth because he had to. He's just running out of relievers, and he's just, he was just trying to speed the game up. And uh, Britain gets out of the sixth. Big double play by Lindor. Let's him start the seventh, gets the first two guys out. And then he loses the strike. He didn't really have the strike zone too well last night. He was, he, he was, he was grinding, Britain. You know, he was grinding. He didn't have his best stuff, but uh, just grinding away. And he, he walks Santana. And he walks Reyes, and then I I think Sandy Alomar fucked up by going to Luplo. Yeah, I think he wanted to go with the righty. When I mean that guy, uh, what the fuck's his name? Nate La, Nalo? Yeah, the kid. Yeah, Josh Nalo. Yeah, it was. Wait, what, I mean I don't know how you don't send him up there. The guy is hot as fuck, and like you need one swing to go ahead. Yeah. And the guy was terrifying. He's ripping the ball. Yeah. Hitting rockets all over the he crushed. He crushed Cole. He crushed Tanaka. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I would have sent him up there against Britt. But, okay, Sandy Alomar wants to play the matchups game. Yes. The fact that Boone goes out there, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's nothing against Johnny Lasagna, okay? I like Lasagna. I do. But Britain has been your best reliever all year. That's his inning to finish. I don't give a fuck. Because he can't face Jordan Luplo. What, I don't even know if that's his first name. I'm calling him Jordan Luplo. <laughs> I have no fucking idea what his first name is. The guy's hitting 192. You're telling me you can't leave. He, he had like 22 pitches. You have to leave Britain there, man. You can't put Wiseka in there in that spot. That's ludicrous. Yeah, I don't want to see. I, he's just playing righty righty, man. Let Britain let Britain get Luplo out. Yeah. Jesus, that drove me nuts, man. You throw the kid in his first ever postseason. Appearance in that spot, you've, you two men on, man, and uh, t- a go ahead run at the plate. It's dreadful. You got, you have got, you have got to have a smaller bullpen in the playoffs. You have to. You, I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Lou Isaac. I don't want to see Holder. I don't want to see Sessa. You know what I mean? Like this, these guys have to be just cut off. They, it should be nowhere near a big spot. I don't even know why he's available. I mean, I get why he's on the roster, but I don't even know why he's available in that spot. Why is that even an option? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I wouldn't have – I think he was going to have to start the eighth because you weren't going to extend – oh, by the way, his name is Jordan. Well, I had that right. Um, I, don't, I, I think he would have had to start the eighth because he was – I was looking at who the options were, and he was the only guy. Unless you wanted to try and get Debbie up, I think Debbie would have – you would have had to take him a while to get, re- to get warmed yeah. up. Yeah. I don't think – I don't think Boone really thinks like that quick on his feet. Like that's something you have to like kind of plan yeah. an inning ahead on. Yeah. Um, so I think Wiseman would have had to start the eighth, but he's got to start an inning. You can't. That's Britain's inning, man. Unless and that's Britain's inning until he gives up the lead. That's how. That's how my thinking goes. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I don't. I like. Like I said, I. I guess you're right. I guess Wiseman really is the. Has to be in there at some point because your only other option is yeah. really. I, li- I like I like him too, Luizga. He's good like first time through the order when he's an opener. All he's right. one of those one time through the order guys, and then he and then he falls apart. He'll, he'll give you like two, three. In. I mean, I guess I I guess at this point I'd rather have him than not have eat on. There's nobody else. Oh no, 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 no. I no, he's he wasn't even in consideration. Yeah. I wasn't even going to mention his name just because he's 
And A-Rod even mentioned it. He's like, this is, you know, the fact that the game, they've had to go to Britain early. They've had to go to Green early. They had to go to Chapman in the eighth. A lot of this because Adam Adafino is like out of the, you know, out of the circle of trust. Yeah. And, I, and, yeah. and I'm rather Chapman going too is huge. Yes. And that, well, that's my next thing with Boone. Letting Luizaga start the eighth. Okay. I mean, he looked like shit. He hung a curveball the inning before. He hit the catcher who I actually thought swung. They always get that fucking call wrong. The umpires. Yep. All the time, man. These guys swing and they get hit and they just, they completely ignore it. Um, but he lets them start the eighth, not nine hitters up the shield, which I have no problem with. He walks him. Once he walks him, he's, he's got to come out of the game. You can't let him face Lindor. And he walks Lindor on four pitches. It's just, uh, I don't, I mean, and then by the time he brings Chapman in, it's first and second, nobody out. And I mean, you know, we were lucky you only gave up one run. Because yeah. Chapman's another guy you don't really love bringing in with men on base. But, you know, he's your closer, he's yours, so yeah. you can, sometimes you got to do it. Yep. Um, so I hated letting Luiz go. I mean, you could just tell he was terrified, man. He just, you know, it was jitters and uh, all, all these different things going through him, man. You got to just feel the game out a little better than that. It almost reminded me the eighth, the bottom of the eighth of Torrey in 04 with the Red Sox when uh, I think it was game five and he brought in Tom Gordon to start the eighth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Gordon just imploded. He gave up like a dinger, a couple hits. And by the time Torrey went to Rivera, it was like first and third, nobody out, and we were down a run. And Rivera gave up a sack fly and got out of the inning. Mm-hmm. But it was still a blown save, and basically the game was lost. Yeah. You, got, you got to bring in your, your closer sooner than later. And I think he just waited a batter too soon to uh, – or no, batter too late to bring in Chapman. Um, I will say – I mean, if you, I, it's all, not all negative. I'll say one thing. It was a good move pinch running Talkman for Stanton in the ninth. So there, I said something nice about him. All right, so now the Yanks will come back, head to San Diego, and play the play the team that really owned them this season. They gave them fits. They weren't great. Like I kind of look into the splits before. They weren't great against anybody except Boston and and uh, Baltimore. But the one that sticks like a sore thumb is they were two and eight against the Tampa Rays who swept the Blue Jays, uh, the Buffalo Blue Jays uh, <laughs> as well. So they got their sweep in. Uh, so now, it's, and obviously we're, there's a little bit of heat between these two teams. Uh, Chapman buzzing some of their guys and there being some bad blood. You know, Kevin Cash threatening the Yankees with all his uh, triple digits relievers and that kind of shit. So these two teams don't like each other. There was chirping going on. And uh, I, I was pissed back in beginning of September. I was pissed getting pushed around by the fucking Devil Rays. Well, now is your time to turn that around. You got to go out and prove me wrong. I mean, the Yankees from the second batter of this series started to prove me wrong. They, they, had, they had the punch. Um, they put up the runs. And they looked great, you know, at least offensively. They looked great uh, in two games. Uh, now go out and do it against a team that has owned you all season and shut them up. Shut up, Charlie Morton. Shut up, Tyler Glass now. Shut up, I don't know, Ryan Yarborough, Nick Anderson. Shut them all up. Blake Snell. Yeah, fuck fuck around a little bit with Blake Snell. (laughs) Show him who's boss, all right? Yeah, 
<clears throat> going to be interesting, you know. I mean, Tampa. I knew. I told you. I mean, it's just a layup against against uh, the Jays. I, I I I was I would have been shocked if Toronto even won a game in that series. Even even more than the Dodgers series, I felt like that was the that was the one layup. Just you know, the Blue Jays weren't. Uh, Blue Jays had a great year. Yep. They just uh, they Razor just better in every facet. You know. Yeah, Jays are a couple years, year or two away. I mean, Jays are just they, they need they, some they arms, man. They need some pitching. Yeah. Badly. Yeah. They're they're just kind of happy to be there. And uh, they're going to be exciting for a few years to come now. But, yeah, now now's not the time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what, are, you, what are your feelings? Do you, do you feel like the, the Rays are kind of the bullies coming in here? Like, do you feel like they're, like they're the – I mean, they're going to be the favorite. Mm-hmm. And even well, no, going, technically, I think the Yankees are technically favored in Vegas. Oh, well, yeah, Vegas, Vegas that's fair. But uh, – no, I, mean, I, know, I know what you mean. Like, the Yankees are obviously favored in Vegas, but... This is just... a one seed versus a six seed or whatever the Yanks were. And uh, even they've Boone had, they've kind had of... success, yeah. But even, even Boone is... Uh, he, he made a kind of a snide remark, a little sly kind of uh, a smile and a wink. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're facing the big bad one seed out of the AL East. Yeah, uh, they're, they're going to they're gonna try and play it to... Uh... You know, like they're the they're the underdog. Nobody they're gonna be the nobody believes in us. You know that rallying cry. Um, well, it only works if you go out there and fucking win. Right, yeah, right. But they're you know they're gonna use everything they can for bulletin board material. They're gonna yeah put up the fact that they're overconfident against us, eight and two. You know all that, and I mean the race should be confident. They did manhandle the Yankees during the regular season, so I'm yep. sure they're gonna come in. Uh, they're not. They're not going to be scared. I'll put it that way. You know, we've seen in years past the Twins or the AEs, like teams like that, kind of melt against the Yankees. The, the Rays aren't going to do that. Um, I mean, hopefully they're a little overconfident. Maybe, maybe they come in with a little, a little too arrogant, a little cocky. Yeah, that, yep. that would be nice. Uh, I don't know. I, I still, I still think Tampa is the best equipped in this format. So they do scare sure. me. I feel like they're the best team. Uh, I don't know. I just hope. I hope. I'm, I didn't think. You know, we were going to get past Cleveland. And I stand by the fact that if we had lost last night, if we hadn't won the first two, that we were dead in game three. Dead. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough. When you don't have a three-starter, like, penciled in. It's tough. I want to see Garcia, though. I don't care. Let me see Garcia. Yeah, it would have been Garcia, though. But you know, but you know why, though? Like, I don't care if, you're, if it's tied at one or you're up 2-0 or down 2-0. Get it, just get him in there, man, because he's going to be there for years to come. I don't want to see Jay Happ in there. Get the kids some some blow in the playoffs, some reps, yeah. But you know what? They're, if they do that, though, it's going to be like he, he gets the first two batters out, he walks the guy, gives him a hit. They're going to go to the bullpen. Like if you have two outs in the first inning, they're going to they're going to get nervous and pull him out of there. They're not going to let him fucking grow up. They're going to fuck and take a lump or two. They're going to fucking put him out there, and the second there's trouble, they're going to shit their pants and take him out. So yeah, I mean, and you I, see that way too much in these playoffs. Oh, these yeah. pitchers, so, man, these pitchers just. But they, they fall apart. David's going to be there, man. He's your guy. Just let him fucking pitch. Oh, you're going to see him. Pitch. I think you're going to you're going to see him. Oh yeah, uh, we're going to see him. Series, but... Probably game four. I would think him or Montgomery. It may even be like a team effort. I want to see him, but I just don't. I don't want to see him. I want to see him like just kind of unleashed a little bit. Air him out. Let him out of the cage. Yeah, a little bit at least. I mean, this is why I got him. He's a fucking kid. That I don't know if you're going to see. No, you're definitely not going to see it. That's not the way they handle pitchers, man. Not the way they handle pitchers. But 
you know, um, maybe it'll be wrong. Maybe it'll come out and strike out the side and they'll get a little confident and let them go for five innings, which just seems like, you know, 11 innings nowadays. Yeah, and, and another thing with this series, I'll just throw a hypothetical at you. Let's say, obviously, Cole goes game five, I mean, I, right? I mean, on three days rest. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think you have to. You're not going to yeah. – I mean, let's say – I don't know. You're, you're, depending on who pitches games three or four, you're looking at, like, the odd man out for game five. If it's not Cole, it would be Montgomery, Garcia, or Hap, which, whichever one doesn't start games three or four, and, like, you're not going down with one of those guys. If you were up 3-1, I could see you say – Well, no, it's a five-game series. Oh, that's right, yeah. Game five <laughs> game five's yeah, do or die, real. so. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It's cold. Yep. Yeah, no, it is cold. Hundred percent. There's no way you're going. Uh, right. I, feel, I think that's pretty. I think that's like common knowledge, though. I don't think yeah. Boone will commit to it, but I think everyone realizes that that's the deal. Yeah. Let's let's just win it. Let's just win it in three. Yeah. Uh, so the other series, Nail Cell set two now. Uh, yeah, uh, Houston took care of Minnesota pretty handily, and <sighs> kind of reminding us. You know, we, we wrote them off. I mean, at least I think I got, we kind of wrote them off on Monday when we were talking about them. Honestly, was, I was more pro twins than I was actually writing off the Astros. Like I know I don't I don't com- completely just um, like throw off the whole buzzer and cheating and think that that was all like a product of their success. I just felt like it was the Twins' year to kind of like break out and finally like win a couple games in the playoffs. And I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, two runs. <laughs> Yeah, not yet, not yet. Maybe next year. Well, I always, I also associate, I, like Oakland, I've always associated as being playoff chokers. Atlanta mm-hmm. has been playoff chokers. The Twins, I just feel like they've always ran into the Yankees. Yeah. You know, six yeah. out of their last seven playoff series coming into this one was against the Yankees. Yeah. So I felt like it was more of a, uh, Tatisha's made it a game. Um, so yeah, yeah, I felt like it was more of a, uh, I felt like it was more of a Yankee thing with the Twins, but maybe maybe I uh, I don't know. Maybe I overlooked the fact that the Twins are just. Eight, I mean, it's eighteen straight pro season losses. It's unbelievable. It, that's it's, it's that hard so, to do. It's, it's so but it's, it's so pathetic that uh, there's no words for it. Yeah, it's I not mean, even it's, worth it's, really it is, spending that much time on. I'd rather just talk yeah. about Astros A's. Yeah, well, you know what. <laughs> It wasn't – I didn't really – I just thought that the Astros were having that kind of a year. I didn't think they were that good. I thought they were kind of – they weren't up to the up to the standard, kind of like the Yankees were this year. Yeah, they were yeah. not up to the standard of what you expected from them. And I thought that that would carry over into uh, the postseason. But obviously – I mean, they didn't they got, play they got, great in their – I don't want to like – because with Correa, that fucking bitch coming out. What are you guys uh, going to say now? Like, let's relax, okay? You guys yeah, you want to do much. Yeah, you want a wild card series against a team who hasn't won a playoff game in, yeah. in 18 tries, all right? You didn't, you didn't take down, uh, I don't know, some super team or anything. No, no, uh, no, no Yeah, no. Shut, the, shut the fuck up, all right? Now, like, like you said, the real playoffs are starting now, all right? You got Right, if you, the Yankees had gotten bounced out in this round, I would not have felt like it was a playoff year. Right, and yeah, I've always absolutely. said that about the one game playoff too. If you lose the one game playoff, you didn't make the playoff. You you That's, lost in the playing game. It's the playing, yeah, playing games in in March Madness. They try and try and dress it up and say, "All right, yeah, this is March Madness." Eh, nah, it's, it's a playing really. game. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, it's I'll watch game. a good game that goes overtime. I'll get into it, but it's yeah, it's a playing game. I'll watch a little Wofford. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah well, and so, then uh, 
White Sox A's. I was, I was surprised. You know, the White Sox, with, the reason I wanted to play them is because I knew they didn't have a game three starter, which would kind of equal out having Jay Happ as our, three, as our third game starter. Yeah. And yep. uh, I still felt like they were going to win just because I'll never pick the A's in a big spot. And that's, yeah. this is another thing for the A's, okay? I, I, was, I, don't, I haven't heard them say anything. I don't think they will. This is the first series they've won since uh, oh, I think it was oh six against against the Twins of all teams. Um, <laughs> it's like everybody they, else. Yeah. I, I still have to see more out of the A's before I start, you know, giving them any credit. Like you, you did your job. It was a two seven matchup. Uh, you know, you beat Keuchel game game two, and then you beat the What's White Keuchel? Sox. They did, and then they you know take care of business against the White Sox. You know, I don't know. They threw like twelve guys out there today. Each one was worse than the next. Oh, yeah, um, painful. I got like if you're Oakland, I'm not going to sit here and say good things about you yet. Go out there and beat the Astros. You've given them problems for a couple of years now. Even when the Astros were going to the World Series and winning division, the A's were always kind of a thorn in their side in their division. Go out there and beat the Astros because if you if you if you let me put it this way, if you, they go out there and lose to the Astros, it's still the same old Billy Bean A's to me. Yeah, I'm not. Give, yeah. I'm not giving you that much credit for beating the White Sox. All right, I'm sorry. The, of of the four teams, Toronto, Cleveland, Minnesota, the White Sox that got bounced in the AL. Yes, who, I, I think I'm buying the most future stock in the White Sox. I like. Yeah, the they need pitching they got, really bad. Well, that's yeah. That's the next step. They they got to they well they have Jolito, and mm-hmm. they they just need they need to get some guys uh, to back him up. Um, they probably the need pen, a couple in the bullpen pen, obviously. Guys too. Yeah. They're, they're gonna need a lot of bullpen guys. Yeah, I mean they need to get rid of a lot of bullpen guys too. Um, yeah, yeah, they the did, Twins. They I have to take it. a timeout on. I have to take a timeout on the Twins because I thought the Twins were ready to break out. And you know, Cruz is 100 years old and he can't keep this up forever. I know but, he's uh, their best. I mean, he's the only guy who showed up too, which is a bad sign. Yeah, yeah, not good. And uh, Cleveland, they got probably like Lindor as a free agent. No, and... yeah, Cleveland. I, Cleveland missed their window. Like even if even though I thought they would beat the Yankees, like I didn't. I thought they'd lose to Tampa. I knew Cleveland wasn't going far. You know, yeah. they trade Clevenger, which sends like a terrible message. Oh, that's a tie game. Holy shit! There, Those are the yeah. two guys. Those are the two guys. Those are the Tatis, two guys. Tatis, Tatis and Machado. And by the way, I'm Christ. I'm kind of off the Padres bandwagon, anyways, because if they don't have Clevenger and Lamette, I feel like. It's just – I mean, you can't lose your top – I mean, picture if the Yankees lost Cole and Tanaka. Yeah, no, it's uh, – I mean, they're going to have to win games – they're going to have to win games like this. And it's yeah, like, even well, if they were to squeak by this series – obviously, they have a long way to go. I'm not even sure they're going to win this game. But let's say yeah. they were to squeak by these next two games. How are you going to beat the Dodgers without Lamette and Clevenger? Yeah, it's it's a tall order, man. That's not. It's, I don't think it's something that's ever going to happen or would happen. Would you lose your top two guys? Yeah, and Paddock has um, stunk. Like he should have been their ace, oh, but Paddock was so bad. And you know, Davies man. is a back of the rotation guy, so it sucks, man. Because I felt like people labeled the Padres as a you know a team that's like a year away, like the White Sox. I felt like they were a team that could go to the World Series this year, but without without Lament and Clevenger, it's not happening. Yeah, no, they need one of those. Is either of them a chance to come back in the next series? I don't know. I mean, the reason I, I still picked to beat the Cardinals is because I thought one of them would pitch in this series. Yeah. But, like, the fact that neither of them, I, I don't even know if they're going to get through St. Louis. Yeah, we got some cold water thrown on us on Tuesday when the playoff roster, rosters were announced. Because yeah. especially, especially with, the, with, the, with, this, uh, with this team. But I remember, like, talking up to Brewers a little bit. Yeah. And then they, then they, then they, they took out uh, – 
one of the main guys in the middle of the bullpen there, and it was just like, oh, I know. Oh, that's, that, that just kind of, that's kind of good. I know. Any, any we, hope. Talked the, we talked about the Padres too, because they said like there was hope that one, if not both of those guys, be able yeah. to pitch. And then yeah. it was like, oh, they're both up off the roster. I was like, well, that's uh, yeah, that's that's, that's probably that. it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, St. Louis shows you in game one, they're a pesky team. Yeah, veterans. They'll, they'll, they'll slap the ball around. They're not going to murder you, but they'll uh, they get some timely hits and score. You know, score the runs they need. And I wish they did in game one. And now here they are. They're up six two just a minute ago. Yeah, and uh, it's all tied up because it's oh, yeah, they can hit. Uh, I mean, they can hit for sure. Oh yeah, the, the Padres. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're the second best team in the National League this year. They were just in the wrong division. Yeah, no, they're, the they're, they're a really good team, and just bad timing with injuries and stuff. But yeah, they're going to be a force we reckon with for years to come. I mean, Tatis is a kid, much, and uh, they, they they filled it in nicely with some championship type caliber players. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, they, you're you're right. It's going to be tough for them to get just past the Cardinals, let alone past the Dodgers. Oh, Tommy, Tommy Pham. Oh, the southwest side. <laughs> he dropped it. He dropped an easy routine fly ball before. Did he? Oh no! It really, it really felt like uh, it just felt like it took the air out of. I was gonna say the crowd, but it felt like it just took <laughs> the air out of every Padres fan watching at home. Um, all right, so I guess we got to mention the Reds really quick because I the Reds I went kind of all in on. Yeah, we'll mention as my, def- as my back. They were my backup. We'll, we'll, we'll in case Lamette and Clevenger couldn't pitch. <laughs> hey, well, listen. They, I think you talk up their pitching, and their pitching held up most of the bargain there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll take a bow for that. Yeah. I did not mention one thing about that offense. <laughs> well, you did mention Castellanos, uh, but yeah, yeah, Castellanos and Mustakas who yeah. uh, were. I mean, nobody was good in the series. So yeah, I'm, um, game, game one was just a nail biter because. You know, just a game, any game that goes that long in the playoffs, you're kind of just waiting for the next big, a big swing to kind of get things going. And then there were rallies all involved that never came to fruition. I think both both I both mean, both, both, both sides had chances in multiple extra innings, and just never came up with any kind of hit that was needed. Um, the Reds had more chances. I feel. Like. Yeah, what, what, I didn't keep track. What was but... the, what was the, what inning was it? What was it? Bases loaded, one out. That was that. That was. That I, think, was I think they had bases loaded one out multiple times. <laughs> so, all right, so they had bases loaded one out, seventh inning, ninth inning, twelfth inning. Uh, yeah, that was that's tough. You guys finally get. And then one inning, Joey Votto just for some reason couldn't score on a single. That was like it was basically ripped on the left field line, and like he barely made it to third base from second. It was. Uh, He's either really slow or he's injured. Either way, Dave Bell has to pay. Oh, he's a thousand years old. Yeah, it's a problem. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, Got to mention this as well. Yesterday, just in general, that was awesome. Like I don't love having eight teams or sixteen teams in the playoffs. Don't love it at all. But in a year that we've had, you know, so few things go right, a day where baseball starts at twelve and ends after you know one one o'clock in the morning was fuck was fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, uh, for that, sure. That that I mean, I like I, I like that at five thirty five thirty in the afternoon yesterday. I was like, this is great. Uh, huh. Let alone, it's kept going and going and going. Uh, phenomenal. Yeah, they stacked them really nice. They stacked yeah. them like they had one game I, starting. Every I do. Basically. I love the format. And you know what? I also kind of like it because it, I feel like it kind of makes the pros a little bit uncomfortable because it's not something they're used to. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all for any of that. And it, it makes the managers have to be better. It makes the players have to be all that much more better. 
I mean, they're, they're already professionals. They're already the best at what they do. Why not kind of turn the heat up a little bit and make them sweat and uh, give them these kind of challenges? I mean, they, if anybody could step up to it, it should be the fucking pros, right? Uh, yeah. So I, yeah, I do. I do enjoy. Uh, I do enjoy seeing them uh, squirm a little bit. But it, it, yesterday was fucking incredible. Oh yeah, it helped. Right. It helped that the Yanks won. <laughs> well, yeah, it was capped off. Yeah. Right? So the Yanks ended right around the time the Dodgers did. Yeah. Yeah, and and obviously uh, Cubs are uh, yeah Marlins won that first game. Yeah, they they're, they're not they're not playing game two until tomorrow, I guess. Which or today by the time people are which apparently this. they could have played today. Oh really? yeah, I guess the weather wasn't that bad. But I, Major League Baseball just uh, I guess they were scared of any kind of sight of rain after that they blew the beginning of the Yankees. Yeah, they got they got scared off from what happened in Cleveland. Uh, so that'll be at least there'll be one game tomorrow because we don't know. I mean the car this the the Cardinals and Dodgers take care of business here. We won't have any baseball tomorrow. So at least we got one game tomorrow yeah. afternoon. Yep. Yeah. So hey, AL, by the way, I'm, AL, I'm, yeah, I'm starts, rooting hard for Miami against the Cubs, man. Fuck the Cubs. Yeah, I feel like you have I mean, forget about the fact that Jeter and Mattingly are there. Like I just I don't really like too many of these other teams in the National League. Especially if the Padres get knocked out. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't want to root for the Dodgers or the Braves. A lot of it's got to do with uh, a lot of it's got to do with Mattingly, though. Well, yeah, I mean he's never been there. I mean it would be great. Yeah, yeah. If uh, us, if, if 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 the Marlins get farther than the Yankees uh, in this year's playoffs, I I'll get mm-hmm. a I'll get a Mattingly Marlins jersey. If they go farther than yeah, the Yankees, yeah, or a Marlins hat. I don't I don't know if they make. Yeah, uh, Mattingly jerseys, but I'll, I mean, you might get. I mean, I get fired though. <laughs> it's, it's very possible that, that, that you should wait until after he gets fired, you can get enough clearance. I don't think so, man. Because you, I, I, I saw somebody. Who the fuck was it? I don't know if it was a Yankees jersey or or a New York Giants jersey, but I saw somebody. I think it was. Oh yeah, I think it was an Odell jersey. Still going for the, like full price. I would assume you Gi- Giants. Yeah. Odell Giants. That's weird. Yeah. But I mean, this—the Marlins team is is, is a, talk about a scrappy team. And of course, I was yeah, they're improved. But I mean, Jesus Aguilar—you know—he had some big years with the some big playoff series with the with the Brewers. Uh, Starring Marte, they got midseason. Uh, Matt Joyce. I mean, these guys are legit uh, professionals, man. They're legit major leaguers. Um, so yeah, they're they're a really fun team. So. Yeah, fucking stick it to the Cubs, man. Because uh, I feel like the Cubs, like Bryant. I'm tired of Bryant. I don't like Bryant was the, was the big man on the scene, and when they won the series, I feel like it hasn't been the same since. Same thing with Rizzo. Yeah. It is. They're an enigma. The Cubs. They're, like, they're too big for their britches. You know. You think so? Yeah, they think who they are, man. I, you know, I'm right. I'm right. I I had them in the regular season, but I'm ready for them to bow out early in the postseason. Let me see the Marlins. I did hear some of the Chicago guys at Barstool talking about blowing it up, <laughs> blowing the team. I up. mean, that's an easy thing to say. It's never that easy just to fucking blow the team up. Keep, you know, you kind of. Well, I mean, you got. I don't know what these guys' contracts are like, but obviously it would involve trade. Maybe trading Bryant, who I don't know when he's a free agent. But like, I don't know. There's like they keep running it back with the same team, and it seems like they just don't hit. Yeah. And if you look at their lineup, it's Bryant and uh, well, that. Oh, I thought Goldschmidt hit one out. Oh, well, nope. you might get get, uh, get around. Oh, get it. Trent Grissom, also the guy who misplayed the Juan Soto single last year in the wild card game. 
Goldschmidt's only got the second. Nope, that was it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fuck was I talking about? I already, I already how how, how Bryant's a uh, fucking punch and Judy hitter? Oh yeah. No, yeah. You, you look at the Cubs every year, and it's like uh, they go. They just don't hit the ball. Yeah. Like that's the thing I heard about the Chicago guys talk about Big Cat. He's like. You look at their lineup, it's Rizzo and Schwarber and Bryant, uh, Javi Baseball, Wilson Contreras. Schwarber. One of the best hitting one of the best hitting Schwarber catchers. peaked in the World Series, man. He, is, he came back from an injury, didn't play that whole fucking season, was unbelievable yeah. in the World Series, fucking gave Madden and gave the city of Chicago a championship and has been dog shit ever since. I mean, I think yeah. He, well, he's not a great he's not a great player, but like he's still a guy he like, who could put up some. Yeah, I think he had like thirty five home runs last year, so he still had a ton of home runs. But yeah. <laughs> I think he had a ton of. I think yeah. he still had a bunch. But yeah, but Brian Brian's been a complete disappointment. Rizzo completely overrated, and uh, I think yeah, is Baez the only guy? I mean, Rizzo's the guy I would hang on to though if I was the not, Cubs. I like Rizzo. not Baez. I don't know. Rizzo is like the heart and soul of the team. I think you get rid of Rizzo, then it, then it's like a complete rebuild almost. Hap might Hap might have been the best player in the team this year. Ian Hap. Hap was good yeah. this year. He was. He he felt like he was hitting dingers every day. Yeah. Felt like he was really contributing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I feel like Rizzo is like their heart and soul. Blowing that team up. Though. Yeah. I get. I can see that. You blow a team up. You have to. He's like the unofficial. He's the unofficial captain. All right. So I don't know if he. I don't know if he is the captain, but he's. In my mind, so, you, so he's Cub for he should be a Cubby for life. Then that's I think if you if you pulled Cubs fan, yeah. I'm not a, I'm obviously not a Cubs yeah. fan, so I can't get in yeah. their head. But I feel like they would say Rizzo is like their number yeah one. okay all right yeah because it was always because Bryant came up first I think and he was always kind of the big man on campus. No Rizzo, I oh, think really? Rizzo was before oh, Bryant. Right. Yeah, I think so, so. Me, all right. So I just thought oh, because Bryant won MVP, right? He was MVP one year. Yeah, I think I want to say Bryant came up in like twenty. 15. Right. Okay. So and Rizzo was actually a couple years before, I think. Okay. All right. He's in his early 30s, so maybe that's a case for getting rid of Rizzo, but I don't know. I, I feel like yeah, a good first Let him retire a cup though. If he's your guy, then yeah, let him retire a cup. Yeah, he he's yeah, he's yeah. definitely their guy. Uh yeah, so it's not so much blowing it up except for like re it's just it's always the rebuild as you it's like retooling yeah, yeah it's always kind of you bring in a couple guys you hope you get a couple guys from the farm system and it's you know it's tough to blow it up in baseball unless you want to just suck completely for five or ten years and nobody wants to do that it's just kind of keep keep the guys you can work with develop your farm system and uh bring in the free agents where you can and when you can and we yeah, I mean, it looks like they struck gold on Hugh Darvish. Yeah, yeah. Who was fucking was done, terrible yeah. in that in that World Series. He looked like he was, you know, you don't want to go near. I remember he was rumored to go to the Yankees, and I was like, no thanks. <laughs> and and uh, obviously he's rebounded. He's probably going to come in second for the second line, Bauer. And then Hendricks, who's been really good. Up until know. yesterday. Other than yeah. that. Up until yesterday. Yeah, he pitched. I mean, he pitched into the seventh, but they just don't hit. Like it doesn't make sense. They don't hit. Yeah, yeah. And they have so much. Talent. Might be an all or nothing type team. Like those guys might kind of swing from their heels. Yeah, I mean, we, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, we've seen that with the Yankees a million yeah. times when they have all these guys and they the lineup just goes to sleep and things. Which spots. is crazy because Rizzo chokes the fuck up out of the bat. Like he's, his hands are always like halfway up the bat when he's. It's not even when he has two strikes. I don't think. So it's crazy a guy chokes up like that and is not getting, you know, not slapping a ball the opposite field or something. Well, 
you know, we'll see. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll prove us wrong next two days. Who knows? Yeah, probably, I, mean, I wouldn't rule them out. They have garbage. Going. They'll probably prove us wrong the next two days. Now we fucking spent ten minutes shitting on them. <laughs> probably end up seeing Cubs Braves. Yeah. So, um, so we don't have any of these NL series to really predict yet. You got a uh, a feel in the Oakland Houston series. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be Houston. They're gonna they're just gonna tor- they're just gonna they're gonna <laughs> torture us. They they got they got the pitching. The A's are the A's are the uh, the feel good you know low budget the uh, sabermetric team, but uh, Houston's just going to fucking torture us. And they're, they're think just the, cocky fucks, and they, they're, they're just going to yeah. find a way. They're going to find a way to beat the A's in the five, you know, in five, and uh, and uh, yeah, just, we're, we're going to be pissed off about it. And then it's either going to be Yanks. I mean, I just, I could just see Yanks Astros if we, if we get past Tampa. So, do, uh, do you think not playing at the Oakland Coliseum in that dump could benefit Oakland? <laughs> they have a lot. They have a lot of home losses. Like I felt like even today when I was watching them and they went ahead and the White Sox couldn't throw a strike. I, did, I was just waiting for the White Sox to do something and break their hearts. Do you feel like neutral site maybe Oakland is a different team? Oh, that's a good question. I don't. I, I don't know, man. I haven't really considered that. What? And they've lost a ton of games in that ballpark. Big games. That's true. Just you mean his, you mean you're, when you're, I think you're of, like when I think of right? Yeah. Oh yeah, in the Billy yeah. Bean era. That's basically yeah. That's yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't around for like the Eckersley, McGuire, Canseco. Like yeah, the yeah. 80s. yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Your team's your team, man. I don't think I. I, I don't think the neutral site is going to have too much of an effect on. Anybody? Well, it it will because of different dimensions and stuff. And it, that's kind of the cool thing about baseball is every field is different. Mm-hmm. Um, other yeah. than that, though, I mean, just just playing you know entire series in one park, uh, I don't think it's gonna have. I don't think you're gonna be like uh, uh, exercising the demons because you're not in the in the dump. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. It was just a thought. I was maybe. Glass half full on the A's for a second. Yeah, imagine that. Look at you trying to find a, a way out of your of your A's predictions. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pick, I'll pick Houston though. Yeah, I think it's going to be Houston. It is <laughs> going to my head. I'm still I, pick I like, Houston. This is the they have the pedigree, you know. And I just I don't know. I didn't. I still didn't really love what I saw from the A's this, these past yeah, three days. Who's like the they, A's? They didn't really blow me. Zardo away. got knocked around a little bit, right? Yeah, he's like 22 years old, man. Like I can't even fault that. And they have Chris Bassett, who's been awesome. But, you know, Chris Bassett could easily get knocked around. Just they're a very unimpressive team who they overachieve. They definitely get the most out of their talent. Yeah. It's just, you know, let's say both teams play to their potential, to their ability. Houston wins. Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. And you could see, like, Houston thriving on being the bad guy. They kind of like playing the asshole right now. And uh, yeah, 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 that Correa thing, like you know, I hate the Astros, I hate him, but I was like, it felt good having a heel, yeah, yeah, and it felt, and it also felt good, like knowing the Yankees were moving on and have a chance to play them. Yeah, now I want a shot at them. Yeah, so this is a, if you're gonna get to a World Series, this is what you want to do. You want to beat Tampa, who's talked shit to you all season, uh-huh. and is, and we've had, we've had beef with all season, and get through them. You want to get to the fucking Astros, who, who yeah. beat you multiple times, maybe. Maybe cheated, probably cheated against you a couple times to get to the World Series, yeah. and then get to World Series and beat—I uh, don't know—I don't know who—I don't even care at that point. Just get there, and now, right. 
And shout, I will do the shout out to Dusty Baker because I like the way he managed those first those two yeah. games. He knows his pen isn't very good, so he basically just emptied out his starting rotation yeah. in yeah. two games. Yeah. Your Quiddy, Framber Valdez, uh, I think Javier came yeah. in. Yeah. So a, a guy who's kind of been, you know, gotten a bad rap in October, and most of it was rightfully so. Uh, I, I think he actually had a good uh, he had a good strategy. He, had a, he definitely had a game plan going into those Ford, games. And, uh, well unfortunately for Dusty, those games were played in September. All right, let's get going with the picks here on Sunday Poor. I've been dog shit. It's no secret. Uh, I got to be honest, no feel on the board this week. No feel. But the good thing is, last week I came in, I loved the board. Loved it. I felt like I was going 3-0. and uh, And I went 1-2. and The Giants fucked me. The Cowboys can't cover DK Metcalf with a minute and a half left in the game. Patriots covered, and uh, that was that. So uh, maybe I can just pull a 2-1 and one out of my ass here. We'll see. Um, you, I will say this. With the Giants, you, I mean, you kind of had that coming. Yeah, I still was very confident, though. I gotta say, I have to be honest. I can't. I can't say I hated the pick. Like I was nervous of it. I I knew the potential. You know, I I, I knew oh, what could happen. I was I was on board with you, man. I, I I felt the same way. I was I was confident too. But uh, there's just points in that game. I was like, why? Why was I confident? Why did I have any confidence in this team at all? Uh, well, yeah, I think overconfident was the is the word we should be using. I so I just want to say that just when there's certain teams if they fuck you you're kind of it's, if you pick Atlanta and they, and they fuck you they had it coming the Giants are one of those teams. Yeah, yeah. well said. That's what happens. <laughs> uh, so I will not be picking the Giants this week, although that is a juicy uh, spread. <laughs> um, all right, buyer, so I gotta, I gotta give you one game. Okay, I'm gonna start with this game because. It, uh, it, it, it jumped out to me at first, the spread. And then as the week went along, I kind of talked myself into it. And uh, Although I haven't picked this team on the show yet, I have picked them other places, and they've been good to me. Uh, 425, I'm going with Vegas, getting three against Buffalo. Uh, you know, Buffalo's got to travel out west. Obviously, everyone, the last thing they saw, they saw Josh Allen lead his team down the field, beat the Rams, the 3-0. Last thing everyone saw Vegas do was go into New England and get manhandled. You know, if this game was played in week three, I'm not sure if Buffalo's favored by three. Vegas coming off the big Monday night win against uh, New Orleans and Buffalo, uh, you know, kind of struggling with Miami a little bit. So I feel like I'm getting some extra points. I'm getting the full field goal, so I got a chance to push there if the Bills do squeak one out there at the end. Um, Yeah, I don't really have much uh, to add on to that. I just feel like – I feel like Vegas, I could see Vegas winning this game on the field, and I'm getting three points, so I'm going to lock in Vegas plus three, pick number one. All right. Yeah, I, you're winging it this week, right, you said? Oh, I, dude, I couldn't Nothing. tell you my next two picks, man. Could all not. Right. I, I hate – I do not like these spreads at all. Yeah, I don't like – I don't love the board either. I mean, I do love the board because it's week four and it's the NFL, so I love the board because it's here. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, just looking at the numbers, not great. Uh, my first pick, um, I for this one stuck out to me too. I'm going same thing. Going with the home dog, 
mm-hmm. West Coast West Coast team going to the East Coast, and Seattle's coming off uh, a big win against Dallas. They're going to Miami. Betting against Russell Wilson's maybe the dumbest thing you could do in the NFL today. Betting betting on the Dolphins maybe the dumbest thing you do in the NFL today. Uh, six point favorites are are the Seahawks. You know, maybe they're just kind of their guards down a little bit. It's a gamble. It's a big time gamble. But uh, let me see the Dolphins just you know keep keep it close for a little while. Seattle six is low. I feel like six should be should be a little bit higher. But I'm gonna roll with it. Seattle doesn't you know Seattle's not a great defense. They could give up a couple points. You know they they talk a good game, but they're you know they they've been known to to open up like a sieve occasionally. Yeah. But, let me see what let me see what Miami can do. Uh keep it interesting. Give me Miami at home getting six points against Seattle. Russell Wilson's like eighteen and one in the Eastern time zone, I read this week. Well, I remember that for he's, the next he's, time. He's due. He's uh, <laughs> uh all right, well since you picked that game, I was I wasn't gonna talk about that game, but I'll, 18, I'll talk about eight, eighteen and one head to head or eighteen or against the spread, eighteen and one. No, I think uh I think it's got to be on the field. I'd be shocked Good. if it was 18-1 against the spread. Perfect. I'm not asking for anything else than winning by five points. Yeah, so I'll talk about this game for a second. The blueprint is there for the Dolphins to cover the spread and maybe even steal it. You know, like you said, West team traveling east. The humidity could get to them. Um, Seattle is kind of one of those teams that can throw in a clunker here and there. Them in like Pittsburgh, you see Pittsburgh goes on the road sometimes, and Ben doesn't have a great game. Seattle, happens, yeah. they, they, I mean, Seattle hasn't looked like a team that's going to play like that at all. But you know, sometimes it comes out of nowhere. Seattle defense, not the Legion of Boom anymore. Fitzpatrick should be able to score some points. I feel like the the blueprint for the Dolphins stealing this game or even covering is they got to play from the head. You know, they got to be, like, up, like, 24-10 at the half. Like, Seattle just plays an awful <laughs> – Seattle just plays, like, an awful first half, and then the Dolphins jump out. Maybe they're up by two touchdowns, and they kind of hang on for dear life mm-hmm. in, the, in the second half. Yep. Uh, and another thing with Seattle having the shitty defense that they have, just think back to, like, Bill's Dolphins a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick puts one in the end zone for the – so the back door could be open, too. You know, it's yeah. – let's say it's 34-24 to 24 late if Fitzpatrick drives him down and puts one in. So I don't hate the pick, um, but unfortunately, there's also like a couple scenarios where Seattle wins like forty-two ten. Yeah, there's plenty of scenarios like that. Yeah, I yeah. just I, I just think Seattle's they, they've had to be on for a couple weeks. Open up against the Falcons, and then they had Patriots. Yeah, Patriots. Um, and Patriots gave a run. Well, the Cowboys down, gave a run. Exactly. Yeah, that's all. I, like like you said, I hope so. I'm, I'm fucking winging it. All right, that's all what right. I got. Let's go. All right, game, game number two. I, mean, I just want to give you a week. Ah, I, don't, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I feel like I have to stick to my guns here. Mm. All right, I'm doing it. Fuck it. Let's go. Fuck it. Taking the Chargers, getting seven in Tampa. The Bucks, the Bucks. Listen, defense is pretty good. Okay, Todd Bowles doing a nice job. Mm-hmm. Not sold on the Bucks yet as an offense. All right, Godwin's out. That's number one. Yep. Number two, 
I mean, they've beaten the Panthers and the Broncos, okay? I'm not saying this is a huge step up in class, but I'm sorry if I'm not ready to do cartwheels across the living room after beating Carolina and Denver, all right? And we saw what Tampa did week one against the Saints. How have the Saints looked since then? All right? The Saints might not even be that good. I think the Chargers can go in there. I don't love that their cornerback is out, Chris Harris. I don't love that. I just feel like they can keep it close. I feel like this could be a low-scoring Ugly game. I don't love the fact that it's Herbert going on the road. But I just feel like the Chargers defense can give Brady some fits. Um, so give me the Chargers getting seven. Hate that pick. Go ahead. I hate it already. I'm just going to pick against the Bucks every week because fuck them. Because they're on again on fucking that, on the, the one o'clock game around here. So if I, you know <laughs> what I mean? If they're going to be on, then fuck them. I'm picking against them. <laughs> That's a good enough reason as any, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. We're going to go to – Hmm. let's see. Okay, Th- there's a team that I, – I don't know how to describe this team. They've been – they were uh, scrappy underdogs week one. They hung in a tough game week two, and then they got blown out last week. I was talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. What do we make of this team, the Jacksonville Jaguars? What are they? Who is Gardner Minshew? What is this guy? What do we have to play with in Jacksonville? Then we go to Cincinnati, who had a tough tie last week, a a tie you build upon last week, a tie that, you know, you learn something from. We didn't quite get there, but we can get there. We could hang with a team like Philadelphia. You know, maybe in the eyes of the Cincinnati Bengals, they look at the Philadelphia Eagles as this tough NFC East, you know, rival, not rival, but tough NFC East opponent. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe they seem as the Stooges they are. I don't know. But I think they come out of there feeling pretty good last week. Joe Burrow looks pretty good. Um, Joe Burrow is going to try and look to build on his his, uh, rookie of the year resume. You know what? I kind of like Cincinnati. I kind of like the Joe Burrow era, era so far. They're getting three, or they're giving three at home. Uh, let me see them take care of business. Let me see them as home favorites against the Jacksonville Jaguars take care of business. I don't, I don't really believe. I like Gardner Minshew, but I'm not a believer in Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. Let me see Joe Burrow win this one by like 10 or something at home. Give me Cincinnati right. with three. Bengals minus three. Yeah. All right. So let's see. I can't pick the Lions. I already promised I wouldn't pick them on Monday. Jesus, Bengals and Dolphins. What the fuck am I doing? I don't know. You have a winning record, so you're doing something. I just fucking, like, my eyes went to that game. I'm like, hey, yeah, Joe Burrow. I'll That's give you a couple games good. I'm not going to take. <laughs> I, like, I like too many underdogs. It's my favorite part of the show is when I talk about games we're not going to take that eventually, yeah. that eventually hit. Uh, I mean, New England plus seven looks juicy just because everyone's on the homes. You know, this performance on Monday night. I feel like you're getting a couple extra points there, but I'm not going to take New England. Oh, man, Tatis had another one. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Philly. I, just... I kind of like Philly Sunday night getting seven because I feel like you're getting Philly at an all-time low and you're getting San Fran at an all-time high with, like, all those injuries. Yeah, yeah, Philly could be the giant what we expected the Giants to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then what else do we have? I mean we have those two big points, Reds, Baltimore and the Rams. I can't touch those. Those are too much. 
Carolina, I like, but I can't. I feel like you're getting you're getting Carolina off a win, and you're getting Arizona off a loss. So you're getting Arizona at their lowest value. Yeah, or no highest? Maybe no Arizona at their highest value, and kind of Carolina at their lowest value. Like if that game had been played, if you know, in week three, I feel like Arizona's favored by like six. Okay. Yeah. So that part I don't. That part I don't like. I don't like that. I'm only getting three points. Yeah. Um, another one I like, but I can't take this team is the Browns. It's another just. It's more of an anti-cowboy pick, but I just can't trust Cleveland. No. So what I'm going to do is this game jumped out at me right away as soon as the week came out, and it it the line still doesn't make sense to me, but I feel like I have to. I just have to do it. I just feel like I have to do it, and this is one of – I just don't want to bet this team. I never have much faith in this team. But they made a change at quarterback last week. Big comeback on the road. Why <laughs> is Phillip Rivers laying two and a half points on the road? I don't I, – I just don't understand that. Why, Vegas likes the Colts, I guess. I just don't like the Colts. And I don't – I came into this year not even liking the Bears. It's just – you're going to give me – I mean, Philip Rivers played one road game this, this year. Lost at Jacksonville. It wasn't great. Let him hang around. wasn't great. He comes back. He's beating the Vikings and Jets at home. What have we seen out of the Colts that makes me think they should be favored on the road against an undefeated team? Like, what am I missing, man? And I, and I know I'm going to feel like a fucking dummy, you know, like at, at 3 o'clock. On Sunday, and the Colts are up like twenty four ten, and I'm like, oh well, I guess I just there's something I didn't see in this, you know? Maybe I overrated Nick Foles, but I feel like I have to take this. Okay, this is how I'm gambling from though. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna gamble on teams I don't like and quarterbacks I hate. So Brady's number one, Rivers is on the list too. So I'm locking in the Bears plus two and a half. I just I know the Bears might be a fraudulent three and zero. But come on, man. The, uh, to me, that should be Bears minus two and a half, if anything. I, I, think, I, just, I just don't get it. I think it's probably. I think that line has more to do with Indy's defense than anything. I think. I think they're getting some respect. They put up some numbers last week. I think people are looking at them as the real deal. I mean, they played the Jets. Yeah, but but I mean, that is the Bears' offense, even with Foles, really that good. What they did again? I mean, they did no, the, they, but like Gardner Minshew lit them up week one. I I don't know. I just don't, yeah, I don't, not week one. They throw it out the window, right? I don't like I don't like the Colts, man. I don't know. I just don't. I don't see it with the Colts. I, I'm I'm selling. This is the the most value you're gonna have on the Colts, or yeah. On on the Colts, this is like their high water mark. <laughs> having having trouble with that value. Yeah, they're they're this is like this is like the 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 uh the Colts high water mark. Like get they were, like you're gonna look back at this game at some point and be like they were favored on the road mm-hmm. against a good team. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like in November mm-hmm. they could be like you know five and six. And just one of those like, oh, look, turns out the Colts aren't that good. They're just like a team that's a 500 team. They're just hovering around. Okay. And I feel like this spread is telling me that people think, or at least Vegas thinks, that the Colts could win 10 games. I just don't see that happening. I, I have to take the Bears. I feel like it might be a sucker bet. It, it looks like a sucker bet. Smells like one. But I'm just I'm doing a cannonball into the sucker bet pool. Let's just do it. Bears if, if, plus two if, and a half. If it makes you feel any better, I think if you bet India, it's probably a sucker bet too. I think they're both sucker bets somehow. Philip Rivers is like the poster boy for sucker bets. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
And yes, I just took is. the Chargers, who were like the poster child for sucker bets, too. This is um, a, a wild week. Whatever. Two, I mean, I have no. I hate all these picks, all these games. I, I have no feel for them. So maybe that translates into a two and one. I, I have no idea. Three and zero. Don't don't sell yourself short. Three and zero. I'll take the two. I'll take a winning week. All right. All right. Uh, okay. All right. Okay, go so, ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Baltimore's too high. I could say they probably win by three touchdowns anyway. Dallas Browns on touch. Uh, let's see. You already you already poo pooed the Arizona Carolina. I want to ride. I want. I want to go back to Arizona again. If I'm ready to, they hurt me. They hurt me already. They hurt me last week. They go back to them. Houston favored by four at home against Minnesota. No, I'm not touching that game at all. Either team. Houston will fuck you. Minnesota will fuck you. The second I, you I be- actually like Houston in that game, but yeah, I couldn't se- pull the trigger on them. Either. The, the second you believe in either one of those teams, they they turn around and stick it up your ass. Yeah, and I uh, do kind of like Houston in that game too. I feel like that could be a, like a route Houston get right spot. You know, they they look at their schedule. They played the Steelers, Chiefs, and Ravens. Right, first three games. Yeah, they had a tough start. Man. Right. That's yeah. another game where like. You bet yeah. it, and then the Vikings are up two touchdowns, and you're like, "Oh, the, the Texans suck." Even though yeah, they have a tough schedule. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, I think they they probably both suck, but Houston's probably better than they are. I would, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, um, still not touching them though, because I just don't. I don't want to put. I don't want to put my my name with Bill O'Brien's name. I don't want to put my name with Kirk Cousins' name. So you guys take a seat. Giants yeah. not touching it. Kansas City not touching it. San Fran, Philly, nah. Oh, can I just take two fucking games this week? What about Monday night? Monday night. What is what? Where does Atlanta go from here? Does it, does Atlanta have like the fucking stones to put up a fight on Monday night? Does Atlanta ha- does Atlanta have the does Atlanta have any kind of confidence left? Are they a toast team? Are they just going to be middling the rest of the year? I get their ass kicked by good teams and be hanging around by beating some bad teams. What does Atlanta have left in the tank? Do you take Atlanta against Green Bay on the road? Of course not. Of course you don't take Atlanta against Green Bay on the road. It's just unbettable. I'm going to ride. I had Green Bay last week. I'm going to ride with them. They're a touchdown favorite. Atlanta's a team. They're a team just like you said, Minnesota, where the second you fucking bet against them, they turn shit around. But uh, – you know what? I, I talked. I talked him up a little bit on Monday. I like the coach. I like the quarterback. I like the running back. I like the team. The Atlanta is not going to be able to keep up with Green Bay. Green Bay's uh, Monday night might be over sooner than Thursday night football is over. Uh, was tonight? By the way, the Jets looked great in their first drive. Donald had an amazing like fifty yard run. That's all I saw. I saw it on Twitter. I didn't put the game on. I saw the the run, forty six yard uh, run. It, they look they look great. They gave they gave a field goal. They let the kid rip in. The defense looked real shaky on the next drive, and uh, gave a field goal. I mean that was a win. Believe me, the way they looked early. And then Darnold got body slammed. His shoulder got fucked up. It took him out, and the Jets have not recovered since. I mean, they're down. He's still playing though, right? He came back, and Flacco came in for a series or two. Yeah, I, I think for two series. Up. And, uh, yeah, he's back in there. But, yeah, now here's the Broncos up 27-16 with 14-11 left. Um, probably over. It's probably over. But it was, it was, it was over 
it was over when Darnold went down. It really was because they, they, any, the Jets... any shot. Uh, did you make your final pick? You picked Packers, right? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm right. going. I wasn't sure if we were. I wasn't sure if we were still doing the picks or not. I don't need to go. Like I don't need to give you a whole rundown. All right. Another thing about the Packers, though, I will say they're heading into a bye week five, so maybe that could be a little motivation to uh, get into the bye four and zero. Yeah. What? Thank you. I do. I like that pick. It's just I don't know. I should. I mean, I, I've been in such a slump. I should take obvious games like that because Green Bay. You just look at it and you're like, <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, I picked Miami and Cincinnati first. I figure I got to go with something that makes sense, at least on paper. Yeah, I know. My, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have any picks like that. Um, <laughs> Any chance Gase is gone tomorrow? Uh, you know, I, 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 didn't, I only watched the first quarter and a little bit of this game. That was more on baseball while we were taping here. Mm. I, that, to me, when, when that happened to – I haven't listened to the radio all week, so I have no idea what Sports Talk Radio is saying. Um, I mean, what, they've mentioned, like, if what, they lose, he could be gone. But that's more – it could be more just Jet fans kind of wishful thinking. Yeah, I mean – I don't know because because Darnold that really took the wind out of their sails. They were they came out looking really good. I don't know how how much different would have been, but you know what? Losing to a rookie quarterback on a on a team that sucks, yeah, uh, by a couple of touchdowns is not great, or not by a couple of touchdowns by eleven is not great. <laughs> yeah, um, it just what are you gonna do? I mean, if you if you fire him tomorrow, then you have the whole season. The whole if you fire a head coach in the, in the middle of a season like that, it's it's a wash. And you bring in what like one of his assistants? I, just, oh, I, don't, I, don't, get... I don't think he's getting fired. That's I'm just hypothetical, oh, okay, yeah. throwing it out there. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think so. I don't. Oh, here they come. Here come the Jets. Oh, okay, that was something in the baseball game. Um, no, <laughs> no, I don't think it actually is kind of interesting. Like I, I'm always curious, like see who first coach fired is. I mean, I would think it's going to be Dan Quinn, but like in the past three years, I thought it was going to be Dan Quinn. So, <laughs> yeah. and I know Gay, I think him and Gay are like the two favorites. So, um, I don't know. It could be Quinn after Monday night. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, if I mean the Jets come back here, yeah, Donald the Crowder, Matt, Matt Patricia is another one. Oh boy, it is tied up. Oh no, sack fly. Um, Patricia's another one, but he, he had a win last week in Arizona. And I I, I really want to take the Lions this week. Uh, yeah. But I, 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 I want to tread lightly on the Lions because it's one win. I want to tread lightly. It could be yeah. a get-right spot for New Orleans. Michael yeah. Thomas come back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't. I'll be rooting heavily for the Lions, though. I will yeah. say that. I'm looking at that game, too, as, as, a lion, as the Lions can make some noise there. Uh yeah, Another that game would, that you could feel really dumb in come 3 o'clock, 3.30. Yeah, for sure. Picking Detroit just doesn't make any sense. Like, actually putting your name with Detroit doesn't make any sense. you trust Detroit to make you look good? I don't think so. No. Six more wins at the over, though. Let's go. We got one. We're, we got one. That's, <laughs> you got to crawl before you can walk. There you go. Yeah, and, and the thing with New Orleans is I don't want to – you know, I'm ready to bury him, but I'm not ready to bury him. You know, you, you do it. I mean, they're, st- you, they're still good. I mean, they have weapons, and, like, even with even a washed-up breeze, like, that team's going to be good enough to beat yeah. up on some bad teams, and the Lions might be a bad team. I still think they're better than that, um, even though I kind of wrote them off and said they were in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Yeah. But they very well could be that team that, like, the Saints could kind of, like, bully around. Yeah, for sure. 
But I mean, with that defense, though, who knows? Like that Detroit can make some, you know, can make them pay a little bit too. So it's not like I'll, so, I'll be rooting for. It. I'll be, I would love to see Detroit pull off the upset. Yeah, New Orleans is still good, but you know, you don't. It's like a shell of their best selves before. It's not the same New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, their windows closed. It's got to be closed at this point. Yeah, with the. Uh, if they kept Teddy, I, mean, I don't think it would have been. In, but. The, in, the, in the NFC, I don't. It's just not because if you if you get, if, I mean, who, at this point, you don't have any home field advantage. So it's not going to be like you go in the Superdome and, uh, oh no, Darnold, <laughs> oh no, third and four, third and four, and Darnold sacked himself. Oh, is, I think he just tripped over uh, his lineman's feet or, chug, yeah, chugged Sabre. Is he going to make for a good meme or? It's not the butt fumble. It's not the butt fumble. Let me see the replay here. It's not quite the butt fumble. Did he trip over? Oh no! Was, nobody was near. I mean, the guys were uh, near him, but he he just kind of he got happy feet and fell backwards. Oh no! Yeah, it's gonna be a meme. <laughs> Alan Alan Lazard is out for the Packers. Doesn't sweat. I think Devont. I think Devontae's back though. He said Devontae had said he's unsure. Okay. Devontae might be back. Yeah, no, it still wouldn't scare me. If anything, you're probably getting a few extra points because of those injuries. Fair, fair. So, 27-19, they got the field goal. All right. You got to see that replay. Adam Gase, offensive mastermind, just cranking out field goals tonight. He looked like he, you know, people talk, call him crazy eyes and shit. He was on the sidelines with those same eyes, only he didn't look crazy. He just looked terrified. He doesn't want to leave the stadium tonight. He just, he just hopes that this game just goes on forever because he knows yeah. once he leaves, he's got to deal with all the bullshit in New York. He's got to deal with, am I getting fired tomorrow? He's got to deal with all that shit for the, oh, next, yeah. for the next 10 fucking games. And Jets fans are not – if they don't score another touchdown tonight, Jets fans are not going to like the fact that the only touchdown tonight came on a broken play. <laughs> Basically, their quarterback beating the blitz by himself and running <laughs> for half the football field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of – Broncos players were kind of getting out of the way because they thought he was going to dive. A couple of them just because he can't tackle them, but that's, you know. Right. <laughs> oh, man. All, All right. right. That's a wrap. That's another Thursday night pour in the books. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, week four uh, coming up. We'll be back Monday night. Uh, Yankees play Monday night, huh? Yeah, probably. We'll see what time they play. Like maybe a post game show. I don't know. It's it's uh, just stand by. Yeah, we'll figure it out as we go along. Yeah, for sure. All right, we'll be back here as always. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, appreciate all uh, you guys tuning in. Uh, we'll be back here next week. Be sure you follow in. Uh, follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter at Sunday Poor. And anything you want to add? Not too much. Uh, We will see you early on next week, hopefully Monday night after uh, game one, Yanks Rays. Let's go. Take it easy, everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. I saw uh, Jimmy Carter trending on Twitter this morning, and I thought, I was like, ah, it's a good run. (laughs) <laughs> well, what, what 90, happened? 96th birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Jimmy Carter. Yeah. All right. Uh, the old peanut farmer. Yeah, yeah that's so, right. It's always nice to see guys trending for being alive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you mentioned the debate. That was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, I, I flipped over during commercials of the uh, of Yanks, the uh, Yanks playoff yeah. game, and I actually watched some uh, post game coverage of the debate, not the Yankee game. It's just, it's just an old guy and a, and a crazy old guy. Just it's one guy just yelling, and the other guy going, "This this guy, yeah, this guy, this guy." It's the uh, yeah yeah. It's I, has anyone made like the Muppet joke? The uh, two old guys in the balcony. Those guys are so much more fun than these two. Because <laughs> <laughs> like when he when he gave like the shut up man, like that was like something out of the out of the Muppet. Yeah, just shut your yapper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, that was painful pro wrestling. It is that pro wrestling. Painful to watch though. I mean, it's really. I just uh... treat it as entertainment. Yeah, it's entertainment to me. That's it. Yeah, but it's it's it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. <laughs> I I know, I know. But I like when like CNN like and like these other networks get worked up about it. Oh, the what, what we just watched was a travesty. <laughs> it's it was, like it's it was pretty funny. Like I had on NBC and uh, at the end of it, and they were like, and the same thing. It was like just they go back. It's over. They go back to the anchors, and their their jaws are on the ground. Like, oh, the audacity. Like, oh, this is an embarrassing night for America. Yeah. And it's like, you cover politics for a living, you assholes. Like, fuck <laughs> you, all right? Like, yeah, it's a shit show, man. Politics has been a dirty <laughs> game for a long time. Now it's a little bit dirtier and a little bit shittier. But, like, don't, don't act like it was, like, this prestigious, oh, the presidency and this and that. Like what the fuck? I hate that shit, man. I hate that they get on their mo- their moral horse. You know what I mean? Their high horse. Yeah, especially when they love to just kind of they they they, they beat the uh, they want you know they want all the eyeballs. They want the clicks and they they oh, they get, loving it. They, it's happening. They're like, oh man, we got a lot to talk about tonight. They and get they come on and they completely change their tone. They, yeah, they they give it all to you. It's, yeah, it's it is like leading up to it's pro wrestling because it's like Trump versus Biden. Biden oh my Donald. god, I did see that commercial and, and I was just cracking up. Yeah, it's just uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah, man. and all these post game shows do is because I was going back and forth between Fox and NBC. They just play clips of the other guy that they don't like talking. Yeah. That's well, it. Well, like we're we're gonna show you clips of Joe Biden stumbling over his words. It's like, all right, he's an old guy. I'm sure he did do that. <laughs> then NBC basically just shows you all the crazy shit Trump said. Yeah. Not not one point does either channel like give you anything positive that their guy said. Yeah. Like, let's let's just show you what a piece of shit, scary guy, and how he's gonna run the country into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It's and and, and I was, was going to say it's like NBC was like oh yeah just jaws on the ground and then it, I switched over to Fox and I'm like I don't know it's kind of close I think maybe it was a tie I'm like oh, all right <laughs> we'll see the next we'll see the next time how, how they handle it like, oh man oh yeah they had the little round table on Fox that, that is optimistic yeah well, I didn't stand there for long it was one guy was saying that I don't know what the rest of them saying but I was just like oh man yeah they had a little round table on Fox and NBC had Rachel Maddow with two other women. I will I will say this though, you know it's the, the the way the media treats it, the way like people treat it, and it's just like they're tuning in to root for their guy. It is fucking pathetic. It's a, like, oh yeah, I, and I'm not here to fucking say that you know po- politics isn't politics always been fucking dirty. Politics has always been just embarrassed people just falling over themselves for votes and shit like that. But I mean, this is fucking pathetic. This is pathetic. I mean, the presidency should mean something—a little bit of something. And I don't think this, this to put it on and have Trump yelling, 
doing his whole shtick. Like, there shouldn't be a shtick with the presidency. Let me see if like, – neither of these guys – neither of these guys is a leader because neither, neither of these guys controls the conversation uh, like any decent leader should. Yeah. Like, if, Joe, yeah. if, if Biden's – like, look, you know I'm, I'm a thousand percent anti-Trump. Like, I'm, there's nothing – like, there's no line that. But yeah. me, like, I'll just say this about Biden. If you're a real leader, you're not sitting there kind of shaking your head and shrugging like, ah, this guy, ah, this guy. <laughs> this fucking, like, put him in his place. <laughs> Just put him in his place, being like he's old. He's old, man. He's got to uh, save his bullets. God, he's got to save so, some bullets. He can't. He can't snap on Trump every time. He's you know? so fucking old. It's a joke. He is it is old, a man. goddamn joke. I don't. I just. I. I can't get past like it's the only job where you don't get squeezed out if you're old. Any he's, other job, you're like, all right, severance package. You know, they kind of show yeah. you the door. Yeah. The presidency, Cold. it's like, oh, you're an 82 year old white guy. Come yeah. on down, perfect. Yeah. Now give him his give him his gold watch and send him on his way. It's bad. <laughs> I am looking forward to the Kamala Harris and, and Pence. Uh, oh really? Yeah, I don't know if that 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 one's gonna be too buttoned up for me. Kamala's all mad. That one's gonna be too traditional. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think Kamala let him have a little bit, and and Pence. And Pence is always oh, kind of on his heels, like the, in oh, defensive, jets tied up. defensive mode. Oh, shit, I was over the baseball game. Did they really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the interception return. Oh, <laughs> Not cause, nothing because of Gates. Don't worry. No, no flags in the play? They missed a two-point conversion, actually. Oh, wait. That's great. If it's not because of Gates, that means that Greg Williams is going to be the coach tomorrow. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's perfect Jets move right there. <laughs> all right. I'm, I am all in. I, I, I don't like firing a coach in week four, but. I'll make an exception if it means uh, we get Greg Williams as a head coach. That's perfect. Hell yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, tune in uh, Monday, Monday, Monday. We'll be back. All right. See you. Later, man.